Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika Soft Gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. This is the Cannon Mom Show with Joyce and Amy, a podcast where we are sharing the inspiring stories of the real women in the emerging cannabis industry. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber, mom, political activist, lawyer, and I've been speaking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, and along with my Canna sister, mom, realtor, cancer survivor, Amy Searles. We are on a mission to empower women-centered cannabis businesses by sharing their stories with you. So go make a cup of tea or roll yourself a joint and come learn something new about this magical plant on the Cannamom Show with Joyce and Amy. Welcome to another episode of the Cannon Mom Show. It is funny to have my voice in my head. Okay, yes. so yes, um, it's a beautiful <laughs> spring day out here in Massachusetts, which is weird. So we're going to go out in a minute and enjoy it, but we're going to spend the next hour talking to our amazing guest. Yes. So today's guest, today's guest is the publisher of HerCannaLife.com, a website showcasing women in the cannabis industry. She is also the CEO of Elementa a women's health company focused on cannabis and CBD. Her professional journey prior to committing herself to elevating women in the emerging cannabis industry included starting the first woman-owned, full-service internet company, CyberGirl, Inc., (laughs) (laughs) and the first global internet networking organization for women, WebGirls International, and was named by Newsweek as one of the, quote, top people who matter most in the internet and all these accolades from 1995, but she has not slowed down. So 
not wanting to let her any artificial barriers stop her. In 2009, she was named one of the most powerful women in technology. Now she is breaking barriers in cannabis as an author, web pioneer, and empowered voice for women. Please welcome to the Cannamom Show, Aliza Sherman, CEO of Elementa. Welcome. <laughs> wow. Don't I you sound good? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that you made me sound really, really good. Thank well, you. You seem pretty impressive to me. So um, we do a little COVID check in because we don't get to see each other. And then we just go right into your story. So uh, let's do it backwards. Amy, what's going yes. on in your world? Oh, well, I just got back from Western Mass this uh, weekend. And it was beautiful out there. Oh, good and area. yeah, it's so nice. And <laughs> Yeah, things are okay. You know, things are starting to open up, which is weird, you know. Phase two, Massachusetts. COVID's still out there, but let's open it up. I mean, what are you going to do, I guess, right? Just wear the masks and hope for the best. At home. But you look, oh, that's good. That's Western Mass. That's actually where a lot of our cannabis industry is now in Massachusetts, is Western Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah, we were out in Chester. Yeah. Always back to cannabis. All right. So what's up with you, Dave? Always back to cannabis. Always back to cannabis. (laughs) Yeah. Hey Dave. Well, <clears throat> hello everyone. Uh, I mentioned hello, Dave. I mentioned this before. We, <laughs> I mentioned this before we started recording, but my son Griffin graduated from Sharon High School yesterday, oh, which was cool, and it was weird right. and different. But I got to say, the spirits of the kids were really high. It was you know, there's a parade of cars. A lot of the kids, oh, a lot of the kids, probably worrying their parents a little bit by, by like sitting up on the where the sunroof is you know popping through there and, and just but um nobody fell and you know you you, get, you got up and you That's you got good. your your diploma and the cheer for you and it was all on sharon cable tv so not too bad sharon high school congratulations well, to my well and you know that's a nice that's i grew up in sharon dave whatever course, i have a whole yeah. sharon connection but you know that's such a nice community event i mean yeah. god you know i live in cambridge i love all that stuff that keeps us together so you know yeah, the, always, the teachers always the silver lining the yeah. coolest part was the teachers were lining the route and the teachers lined kind of the parking lot so when Griffin left. He and Griffin was a great student, and of course, because he's my son, and he got all kinds of. <laughs> but but the teachers just happened to love the kid, and so I have a good video shot of him waving and saying, you know, goodbye, Miss Hughes. Goodbye. Don't worry, I'll be back. Goodbye, Coach. Goodbye, this person. It was cool. Oh, that's that cute. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So good. 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 Let's go back to our guest. All right. Yes. So yes. Elementa. So let me just mm. read quote. This is what's on their website, and this is really kind of I. I just love this. So yes. it said, "As women." We are often the caregivers of our families, our aging parents, even our ailing friends. And we must also take care of ourselves so we can handle juggling the many aspects of our lives. We are the epicenter of care for our loved ones and ourselves. We believe that women are the driving force to bring cannabis wellness to the mainstream. We aim to empower as many women as possible with quality information and supportive communities to enhance their explorations of cannabis for a healthier, happier life. So that is the philosophy of Elementa. So let's go right into it. Tell me about this. Tell me, how did this come to be? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is quite a journey. I, I, you mentioned I started in the internet industry and when I, was in the internet industry and saw that there were very few women involved. I had started Web Girls International to bring women together to talk about the internet and to help each other gain skills and find jobs and start businesses. And I took that model and thought, well, you know, the cannabis industry seems a lot like early internet days, very controversial, very volatile, 
uh, very hard to really understand what's going on without somebody guiding you. And I also realized there, while there were a lot of women starting businesses in the cannabis industry, many women were afraid to even talk about cannabis out loud oh yeah yeah so it reminded me a lot about what i did in the 90s with web girls and i was joined by a friend of mine melissa pierce a creative and very talented filmmaker and i want to get back there's a lot of a very impressive women associated with this organization so we're going to get to all that yeah oh (laughs) uh I sure hope so. (laughs) One of my missions has always been to elevate women in general, whether it be female authors, female doctors, whoever is out there as a role model, uh, giving them a platform Mm -hmm. and sharing the spotlight. I think that is really important for each one of us to do. So Elementa was about women getting together in person and online to learn about and talk about cannabis and then as cbd began to take hold as a and and where were you when you were starting this oh well i was initially with the idea in arizona and moved back to alaska so i was in at first a medical state and then moved back to a fully legal state all right Um, so the a states we don't talk to a lot of people in the a states yet (laughs) (laughs) well so in alaska it is true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, so I know this is where we had our very first gathering. We called it a gathering, and it was all about women coming into the same room, speaking about cannabis out loud. It was women who were in the industry, women who would never even think about being in the industry, women who were in pain. Uh, it was truly a mix of women at different levels of understanding cannabis. And when you put women in a room anyway, you're going to get an amazing conversation. When you start talking about cannabis, you get all these light bulbs going off. Cannabis and with I, cannabis always makes it the best. It's oh. <laughs> well, we, well, we are a completely non-consumption. Oh, you are? Um, there, yeah. So there are other groups that are actually, that is the purpose is so people can consume together. But you're yes, just, like tokativity. Yeah, right. Yeah, us, Samantha. Um, yeah, we're, we've had her on the show. People yeah. Even the show, like I'm a non-consuming show. I say that, you know, I just, mm-hmm. this is something serious. I talk about it in a grown-up way. And when I first started, there's a lot of, cannabis shows out there but it was a lot about the product but this is really for me this is about like i say about the terry gross of cannabis you know mm-hmm. we want to have real honest conversations with this and a level that's um accessible to a lot of people well i think that's really important because there is not only misinformation but there's also information that is not considering certain audiences mm-hmm. and we really set out to go for the woman 35 plus who's perimenopausal or menopausal she's in a huge health transition in her life and a life stage where she is taking care of sort of everybody around her and that's a big heavy load to lift mm-hmm. and knowing that you can find a community of women who are happy to talk about cannabis and CBD, and we bring experts and authors together. So you, you're getting really good information. It's and, comforting. And, and helping to crush that stigma that you can't be a good caregiver, that if you want to consume cannabis, there's something honestly wrong with you, which is a big topic of the show, because I speak with mothers, and that's really one of the issues is that mm. I, I I grew up, in, you know, I'm 55. Wow. And, I, you know, so, you know, my children, I could drink a bottle of wine, but we were not allowed to smoke a joint. And right. I was a divorce attorney and I was very edgy anyways. I'm a type A. And if I could have had a 
hit or two when my kids came home and transitioned from that crazy mean person I was at work into like a nice person with toddlers, it would have made my life much easier. And I think everyone around me would have been happier. So that's totally. the message we're trying to get out. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. That it's okay. okay. That it's yeah. okay. okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than okay. It's essential. Yeah. So and it starts at, the- at home. It starts yeah. at home too, in terms of getting rid of the stigma, getting rid of the misinformation, uh, creating new language around yeah. it. Uh, the whole just say no that I grew up with. I'm, I'm sure you grew up with oh, that yeah. too. And, and now, <laughs> now it's really just say no right now. And that's a very realistic approach particularly for your middle schoolers and your high schoolers. So I have a toddler. And oh, that's two good. Teens. That's interesting. I haven't heard that say. So just say no right now. Right now. Right. I like that. Hmm. Yeah. Cause that's a conversation we haven't had really like, so Amy has teenage, a teenager and uh, well, not yet soon, oh, whatever, next week or something. What, soon. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So Amy has got a teenager. My kids are 21 and 18. My kids roll joints to me now. It's a very different relationship, but there is that transition, but I didn't talk to them about it until they were in high school. Mm-hmm. until I realized everything I knew about cannabis was wrong. So that idea of having a conversation, not yeah, just know now is early. I think that's a good idea. I like, I like that. that. I support that, Aliza. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one to, to have, though. And then every family is different and every child is different. So you can't just go by chronological age and say, wow, they're, they're this old. So therefore, I will talk about it in this way. Yeah. You also have to realize that they spend so much time at school and they're being exposed to it in a variety of ways, including the schools are perpetuating misinformation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, I, what I, my school is talking about. I have no idea what well, they're I mean, telling Brenton. I, I was very Boston. involved. I was one of those very involved parents. I was like PTA mom and I ran for school committee. Like I was deep in it. And I would go to a lot of these meetings and they would have a middle and middle school. And I'm a lawyer. And they would have these people talk about security and safety for middle schoolers on the internet that scared the crap out of me. Like, (laughs) and I can't imagine what, and like, whatever. And I've been to elderly meetings where they still talk about narcotics and opiates and heroin and cannabis all in the same paragraph. So I know there's still some information out there that needs to be shifted. There's a lot. There's a lot. And anyone who says the stigma is over, there's no more stigma, they are probably just so entrenched in the industry or so right. comfortable with it as a yeah. consumer that they are not in touch with the reality of most people out there. I think that's true. Yeah. I think I, I forget. I, I still forget that people, you know, are very, you know, I play tennis. I wear pearls. I, I, I've actually been making masks for my tennis club that have my logo on it. So people will listen to my show to, you know, because that's a hard, <laughs> that's a hard shift for people. Um, yeah. But again, just being out there and being the person who's talking about it. So, all right. Uh, so let me, I want to move this up. So I love the element. I love the idea. Can you tell me about some of the powerhouses on your team who are working with you? And um, I know you have gathering leaders and advisors. Just kind of talk about the structures and how you work across. Are you international across the country? Well, right now we say we are global okay. and we're in talks with people in Europe and Australia, New Zealand, uh, English speaking countries. First, although we do have a Spanish language gathering that had started uh, last year, and that's in Miami. Um, But we're across North America is what we say right now. So we're active across North America. However, since COVID, we are entirely online. But what we do is we partner with women locally to provide them with the tools so they can instantly start hosting these gatherings. We give them 
a, a framework. We set everything up for them, like the registration page and all the social media postings and the graphics to market. And then we help manage their list. We help send out notifications of their upcoming gatherings. So we really do a lot of support. It's as if you've hired us to become your marketing team so that you can hold these gatherings. And you're not, so you're different from Tokativity. You're not a consumption. You're kind of a, like a gathering, like a, just a, um, educational, educational, educational okay. community. Yeah. Entertainment. What else do you do at these events? I know I've been no, invited to one in Malden or Medford, one near my it's, house. Yeah, it's a conversation. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's just, it's a conversation. It's just a conversation. Oh, between, we should do a push group. Yeah. Like, so usually it's between uh, the leader and the guests mm -hmm. and it'll be like a Q and a sort of a fireside chat and then opening it up to a full conversation with everybody who's attending. And it could be as small and intimate as six to 10 women. It could be 25 or 30 or 40 women. Mm -hmm. It really depends on the market. It depends on the woman. We, we don't pressure anyone to get a certain number of attendees or sell a certain amount of tickets. And then sponsors will come in brands Mm -hmm. cannabis brands, CBD brands who want to get their products in front of our women. And then we carefully select which ones we want to work with. And then we give the opportunity to the markets that uh, these brands want to be in. So we might go to the Chicago leader and say, hey, this brand would like to send their CBD seltzer water to you. And we work out an arrangement so they get a percentage of sponsorship as well. That's so it's fabulous. not a, it's yeah. not like making a living off of it. No, it's but it's even more... like, like, like something like what we do. We talk about this anyway. So like we have a great right. friend who's just opened up a little store in Central Square near us. And uh, he yeah. keeps saying we should have gatherings. He's like, he's been my only male guest. <laughs> I've had all female guests except for my friend Marcus. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he said, if you want, if you ladies want to use my space for something. So this is actually a good use of that. If we ever get to leave. Our I think so too. Yeah. yeah. That's not about us, though. All right. So, the, <laughs> no, so, the, no. so how do you find your gathering leaders? How do these women find you? Well, we have an application on our website. We put out notices to different communities when we're looking for certain leaders in certain markets. But we also accept applications from any woman who's interested in this. And it is an application process. You have to let us know, you know, what is your background? We have women who are still in the learning process. In fact, we're all still in we the learning process. We all are. Process. Anyone says they're an expert is lying, people. A liar. Yeah. <laughs> every day we learn something new. Exactly yeah. new. And I'm like, what? I right. yeah, every I day, every single day, all day. I read about it. I talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so <laughs> so we have women who have who have studied though, and who yeah. have a certification, or we have women who have been working in the industry for twenty plus years, mm -hmm. even you know pre legalization. Uh, so really, the gamut uh, in terms of level. But we do interview them. We have a conversation. We see what they're looking to get out of it. If they're looking to make a living off of being a leader, it's not really that. It's a side hustle. And it's something where we encourage them to promote themselves. If they have their own products, we encourage them to do that. Not at the exclusion of a sponsor, but to do things in a very tasteful and supportive manner. And then we're, we're partners. We're partners on making that happen. Well, uh, that, that, that's yeah. the, the back, the, you know, people can do one thing, but they can't do everything. So the technology, and I say that it's, it's confusing to me. I mean, this is a big <laughs> deal. This is set up a podcast, but there's a lot of like um, skills that aren't necessarily in my, in my toolbox right now. And I've done a lot of different things. I was a politician. I've done a lot of random things and mm. I can see how you can use it, but you know, sometimes you just need someone to take over the technical part. Someone you need, you know, manage just like little parts of everything. So 
that's and that's what we do. Idea. And that's, what, that's yeah. what we wanted to set up. And then on the flip side of it, we talk to brands every day who are yeah. looking to reach women and specifically our female demographic that, that we're, the, we're the best demographic aren't we the best we're, we are like we are we're like seriously we're the fastest growing demographics we literally mm -hmm. know the least we could help us the most we actually have some resources mm -hmm. talk to us we are not invisible we are important <laughs> exactly yeah so. and they believe it and they work with us and we show them that this is a an incredibly coveted audience and a very active and passionate audience and when you win over us when you win over the moms when you win over the more mature woman who has a disposable income who wants to be educated who's mm -hmm. basically helping everybody around her when you win her over you've kind of already automatically won at least half a dozen to a dozen other customers mm -hmm. Truth, True. truth, yeah. awesome. Okay, so let's um and what are advisors? So those are, those are your leaders. Who are your advisors and what do they do? Well, we want to make sure we always have input from doctors, naturopaths, scientists. So we have an array of advisors who will call on them when we need advice on the right way of phrasing something. Uh, we have had them look over some of our articles. Um, so it's really important for us to be as accurate as possible and to rely on people who do have more knowledge than we do. So one of our advisors is Dr. Junella Chin. Dr. Well, we wanna, and you wrote a book with her, right? Is I was going to get to your I authorship did. soon. Yes. <laughs> Which I have it somewhere. It's somewhere in my right. house. I've seen it. Or maybe yeah. I give it to you. Where is it? So she's, somewhere. <laughs> she's, she's my co-author, yes, on the book okay. Cannabis yeah. and CBD for Health and Wellness. Also, Dr. Elaine Burns, who is a naturopath practicing with several clinics in Arizona, again, a medical state. Mm -hmm. um, Jenna Bartell from West Coast Distributors. She was the first woman to give me a job in the cannabis industry and has taught me so much. What, what, was, your first, what, what was your first job in the cannabis industry? Uh, while I was publishing her Canna Life, which was not a job, but just a labor of love, I was a sales representative for West Coast Distributors up in Alaska. So she is, West Coast Distributors has every, all the accessories, lifestyle accessories, cannabis accessories, etc. Um, and I would go to, well, we don't call them dispensaries in Alaska. We call them retail stores, the cannabis okay. retail stores or marijuana retail stores. And I would uh, have them place orders for supplies that then they would sell at the retail establishment. Yeah. Oh, so so I was a salesperson. Yeah. yeah. But you knew it from, yeah, it's, there's so many, I mean, I said there's so much to this industry, everything, everything that any normal industry has, we have it. If you could sell stuff, you could sell stuff. If you have insurance, mm -hmm. do insurance. If you like law, do it in law. Like you can do anything in cannabis right. with your skill set. Right. And I like marketing and communications. Yeah. So I do marketing mm -hmm. and communications. Yeah, there I do have go. to say we, we, we do have a male advisor. And his name is Dr. Robert Flannery of, of Dr. Rob Farms. You can always have one man, just like they had one woman. You can have one man. We have Dave. Right, Dave? <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's fantastic. He has been incredibly supportive, uh, has gone above and beyond. And he has a uh, PhD in cannabis cultivation. So he contributed a lot to one of the chapters in our book as the expert on the botany of the plant. Uh, so he's, he's a pretty great guy. All of our advisors are amazing and all of our leaders are incredible. Uh, we have been so lucky to have mm. 
people wanting to be part of yes. so I, I, so I want tell me a little about the book how you got to write that book what you've been doing I know you were touring you were at some conferences I think but what are you doing to get people to know about this and how did it even come to be well the book came out in June of last year it is written to be fairly timeless like we didn't date it in any way we didn't say you know here's the current law and here's where it's currently legal mm -hmm. we talked about the history of the plant the botany of the plant uh, the different forms of cannabis that it comes in the different ways that you can consume it and what the how they affect you differently mm -hmm. and then june contributed uh, patient case studies, which were excellent because you could really see how it takes time and how it takes mm -hmm. calibration and, and how it can help with a variety of things and why. We talk about cannabinoids, we talk about terpenes, the endocannabinoid system, like yep. all the basic foundational pieces of information you need to understand mm -hmm. how to use it as medicine or simply as a supplement for wellness. And, uh, right. and what's it, and the name of it is cannabis and CBD for health and wellness. Is yeah, that, it's that, pretty that, straightforward. That, <laughs> that is that is the name of it. And I we went out kind of like, is that really the name? Okay. That is yeah, right. it's, a, it's a beautiful book. Yeah, Thank you. Pretty. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's Ten Speed Press, and they yeah. did an amazing job. Um, mm. The photographs are incredible throughout. It was it was really made to be a very beautiful book and a very accessible book, easy to understand, yeah. really right. for a very broad audience, including really educated on cannabis types. They they still find it to be a beautiful book and a helpful book. Even people who have been consuming cannabis for twenty plus years don't always know the oh, no. medicinal part, the medical exactly. Part. Yeah. The endocannabinoid so system. I didn't learn that in the 80s. No, of course not. <laughs> you learned that did. last year. <laughs> You're right. I learned it last year. <laughs> well, it was only discovered in 89 and 90. So we have a pass. <laughs> we give ourselves a break. So what, what's been the response to the book when you've been oh, coming incredible. out? And are, you, are you doing online? Are you doing any online um, book readings? Well, it's been, it's been out for a year now. So we went okay. on a book tour. I think I want to say it was about... 15 or 20 cities that we traveled to on the east and the west coast. Um, we've done a lot of online things. We've written a ton of articles. We've been featured. Um, so usually when a book is older, you aren't as actively, but we still do promote the book whenever we do anything. I mean, right. this podcast, we're talking yes. about it. So. It'll be in the notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so it's really, as a book author, we're already talking about our next right. book. So okay. we're what, already is, thinking, so what are you thinking for your next book? Can you talk about it? Well, if she and I are going to work on a next book project, which we both agreed, it was such a great experience and our, we're very complimentary on what we do. The, we had wanted this to be a book about women's health. Mm -hmm. And then the publisher wanted it to be a lot more broad and general, which was a great move. Now we want to go back to women's health. Um, mm -hmm. She really specializes a lot in, in women's health issues. Um, I've experienced a lot of women's health issues and have tried to figure out what the right doses and medicines are for me. This uh, is really so, important. And can you, and can you have a section on like vaginal yes. use of I just I hear yes. doctors talk about this. No one ever talks about no one has ever said anything to me about we this. Have, we ever, have, until I started like talking. Yeah. So I've been listening to podcasts and I'm like, what? It works yeah. on there? Huh? Yeah, I, have somebody, so. I need to have someone on the show. Maybe Janella would like to come on the show, talk about it. That would be great. That would be great. I think okay. she would love it. That's she has idea. done she has done several webinars uh, about women's sexual wellness and cannabis nice. with us. And so that is definitely an area. She's even taught me things like estrogen, the fact that we have it or don't have it 
affects the way cannabis affects us very much so, which is why women react differently to cannabis than men. Because right, so you have to come on the show because I literally know nothing about my body. Nothing. Oh, I, have no mind, oh. I have no mind body connection. So I'm like, I need people to talk about this with us. Right, so we can I talk will to introduce we, you. It's for me. It's, it's just for me. Just come on the show for me. <laughs> just for you, Joyce. <laughs> I just, okay. So let's, what about your, your women wellness seminars? Are those? Oh. Uh, yeah. So when we had to stop, and we stopped pretty early holding our in-person gatherings, as soon as we saw the CDC was putting out things about no gatherings of, I think it started out of you know, no more than 50. 50 and even right, it was 50, yeah, even yeah. at that point, we're like, ooh, this is not sounding very good. It yeah. is not it's not wise of us to continue holding these gatherings. And it was a really huge blow because that that was the crux of our business. But we had to pivot, but yeah. luckily I've always been producing webinars for usually for corporate clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done some for us. We had just started our webinar series in, I think it was last January. And I just thought, well, let's just do that. So every Wednesday and every Sunday during this whole shutdown, uh, we've been doing this. I've been doing this, hosting these gatherings online. And they're fantastic. They're, it gives us a lot more freedom to get guests from all over the country and Canada. It gives me a chance to participate True. every week and learn a lot on my own and inspire uh, others. And, and, you, so and they don't have fun. to get dressed up. And well, we kind of do because it's, it is video. Well, here to see you. Not just, well, from the white stuff. <laughs> right. I can still wear my pajama bottoms uh, with, a, with a decent shirt. Yeah. <laughs> just, and, and jewelry. It, it, it is amazing how quickly I've gotten used to this. I did my first online um, that Vermont conference thing. In, oh, yeah. Was a, that was like my first one. I was supposed to do a Vermont women's event and they did it online. That was the first one. And I was like, this is fine, you know, and I could see yeah. the people I knew and I could talk a little bit and hear things and eat my lunch and do my crafting while I went. I don't know. It was fine. It was actually <laughs> fine for me. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I enjoy everything online and uh, I can reach a lot more people that way, which is really important. And the main goal here is reach as many people as right. we can about these topics and present it in a way that appeals to women, that addresses female-specific issues. Um, we have men attending and totally fine. They learn a lot, especially the ones about women's sexual wellness, I think. Yeah, why wouldn't they really want to go? Education. It would be useful to them too. It when you give, you get men. When you give, you That's get That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Joyce. It's true. <laughs> We're all in this together. Um, all yes. right. I'd, yes, so I know on your site, you have some things that you do sell and some of them are our favorite products, like my bud vase and some other oh, items. Yeah. Can you talk about how you make those connections and why you're choosing those companies? We know some of them, so I know why you do some of them. Oh, well, yeah. we, we've always wanted to sell products. We decided early on not to be a product company ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seemed like there were a lot of them coming on board and we wanted to do something unique and be of service to those companies. So it's, it's not really something we focus on in terms of the shop. We have a couple of branded items, but we choose the companies that we put in there based on things we've actually tried or seen or used ourselves. My Bud Vase was one of the very, very early on companies that we contacted because she was doing amazing things, creating mm-hmm. uh, very beautiful water pipes, as they say, or bongs, water out pipes, of bongs. gorgeous, <laughs> um, out of vases, like flower. Right. Uh, 
Oh my and God. I love her stuff. Her yeah. stuff is amazing. And she really was fantastic beautiful. and enthusiastic. And we have uh, worked with her over the course of several years. Urbana, E-R-B-A-N-N-A is another company. Same thing. Met her very early on. And oh, we've yeah. been marketing her, you know, you, you might call them stash bags, but really they're just odor-free bags that you can mm -hmm. carry your cannabis in and it won't smell. Gorgeous, yeah, those gorgeous are nice. designer and yeah, really, see really great price points. And totally. so there's a couple of other companies that we carry uh, and we are going to be adding a few more. It was just a side thing actually, because you know, we signed up for an affiliate program for some of these right. and we, and, of course. and so that's just a little small thing. I think people have come to trust Elementa, the brand, Hopefully Absolutely. come to trust me uh, mm -hmm. because I'm the one who's writing the reviews for the most part. We do hire other uh, reviewers. So for example, if it's a California cannabis company with THC, we have to have a California reviewer so they can mm -hmm. legally send it to them by delivery. Oh, good, po good point. Yes. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm not that tester. I'm the CBD tester. Okay. Um, so that we That's do funny. have other reviewers, but... We, we want to be super honest. And if we yeah. do not like the product, there's no point in mentioning it. Of so course. There's so many, like I mean, it, especially like, you know, we say this all the time about CBD. Don't get it at the gas station. Exactly. And you need to know where it's coming from. You know, we yep. live in Massachusetts. It's a pretty small state. The cannabis industry is pretty tight. We know mm -hmm. literally, we literally know the people who are making these products. So we can tell you from our right. point of view, what mm -hmm. is um, something you should be trusting and something you should be wary of. And there's, it's like the wild west out there. So where they need people like us, they need us. <laughs> people need exactly. us to like, you know, we're the curators, I, we're the curators. You know, we are, I am what I am. You know, I really do play tennis. I really do wear pearls. I really am a lawyer. This is really not my natural habitat, but I've been converted in a way that is hard to, you know, believe. And, you know, and I want to be that voice that people say, all right, she said that, then I want to believe it because mm -hmm. it's so confusing out there. And Elementa is like the huge example of that. That's fabulous. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Thank you. Especially, yeah, you. for women. And, you know, we're, we're, transform we're changing people's minds. It's very hard to change people's minds. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes, I is. agree. People are very entrenched. And even my own mind, I have to say, it plays tricks on me because I'm so used to being paranoid about using anything at all. And now that I have teenagers who can recognize it and I don't want them to be involved with it yet, uh, it's I look over my shoulder. Even when I'm taking my CBD, I'm like, oh, should I uh, So how old are your that? kids? How old are your children? I have a 16-year-old boy, a 13-year-old girl, and a three-year-old boy. Oh, a little one. Oh, All right. And you're, and you're in Seattle now, but you're really in Alaska? I get my uh, Yes, I live yeah. and work <laughs> in Alaska, but I am sheltering at home with family in the Seattle area. Okay. Mm -hmm. And nice. so I do, I do ask people what their relationship with cannabis is. We kind of started your cannabis story with the Elementa, but um, did you have, do you have a relationship with cannabis? And how do you talk to your kids? Because that is really a... That's a huge topic of everybody we discuss on this show about, you know, it's so different for everyone. I'm always amazed, honestly, just amazed. Mm, yeah, my, my story is probably complicated on the kid front, so I'll get to yeah. that in a moment. But I was suffering from chronic pain and chronic insomnia. The chronic pain was arthritis in my neck, and the insomnia was from menopause. And it was wreaking havoc on the quality of my life. So I... When I wasn't even thinking I was going to look into cannabis for my health. I was thinking I was going to look into the cannabis industry to expand my marketing company. Mm -hmm. And as I was doing it and educating myself and in reading more about legalization and reading more about the plant, it occurred to me everything I had learned 
was wrong. That's what I said. I, hate I know. cannabis awakening. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, like, that's a great term. What? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Everything we were taught was wrong. Absolutely yeah. wrong. And, Every, and I, I know. And I was angry at first to, to even realize that. And then once I tried it, the very first time I tried it, I slept through the night and I woke up the next morning and literally cried from relief that there was wow. a solution that was not a, a drug with bad side effects, which I would not take anyway. I would not take opioids. I would not take sleeping pills. I had a horrible ambient experience while I was in labor and I would never do that. So yeah. this was something that was a revelation to me. And after I realized that it worked for me, my first thought, kind of like when I had the internet company, was, why don't more women know about this? I'm going to teach them. That's a, that's a nice instinct, Elisa, because that is a good instinct. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm a communicator. That's what I do. I write books. I write articles. I give speeches. I do yeah, webinars. It's so, it's, it's so easy to get caught in the shame. I mean, I keep t I talk to women all across the country who have been using this forever, and we're so shamed by it, would never admit it. And like, that's a huge part of this conversation is that... You can feel like it's okay for you, but then everyone's telling you it's bad for you. Like, mm. I thought you smoked a joint, you Ugh. went to jail, you killed your brain yep. cells. I tried it, it did feel really good, but then I wouldn't trust my own feelings. It's a very mm. weird, complicated cycle we're in. <laughs> so good for it you. Is. Thank it you. And, and that's interesting that you say shame. So for me, it was fear. I was never ashamed of it, but I was right. fearful. I was, and I was fearful of being judged, but I was also fearful of being arrested. Uh, and that was an irrational because again, I was living in a fully legal state. I was extremely responsible. And that's one of the things when I talk about moms and cannabis is keep it locked up. Um, and frankly, when I failed to lock up certain things, it was gotten into. <laughs> but it's the same so, with liquor. It's the same with your it's pills. It's the same with anything same that you liquor. don't, or your cleaning right. products. My, or even medicine my, in the medicine chest. My nephew pulled that's one right. of those weird, disgusting things out of the toilet and put it in his mouth. Like kids will do anything. So anything you don't <laughs> want them to have keep it away from them. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. So being Good super advice. responsible, I think is a, is a very, very important thing as a parent, not even yeah. just as a mom. And in terms of talking to my kids, it has varied. Um, I've adopted two kids out of foster care. And because mm -hmm. I was, in, I adopted them from a medical state and I live in a legal state. So I was very open and honest when I was filling out all the paperwork that this is what I do for a living. And this mm -hmm. is what's you know available in the house in a locked container. And it was not an issue. Um, but ha adopting out of foster care, the, the kids obviously go through a lot, I mean, to get them there. And, you know, our son was in a home where drugs were prevalent and harder, hard, like hard drugs. Of course, not, of course. Not, yeah, not yeah, cannabis. No, answer, yep. yeah, and so, you know, he was very aware he had tried it or was given it when he was very, very young and was not interested. Now, he's, you know, he's had a little bit of dabbling. I mean, what high school kid hasn't, but he really has not... It's not been an issue for him. Um, my daughter, on the other hand, it became an issue for her. And we've had a big struggle trying to just take care of her health and make sure that she's healthy. Uh, our three-year-old, since everything is locked up now, they're, you know, never, ever had an opportunity for access. And it's never done around. And we're not speaking about it right now. I mean, he's just learning to speak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And my husband is not involved in any way whatsoever. And it's not anything that he ever 
will want to do. And so I have to be respectful of him as well. Yeah, that's my life. Same with my husband. Yeah, it's just he's not interested. It's mm-hmm. separate. And that's okay. I have plenty of other people to smoke with. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know. and, you know. Yeah, and I don't smoke um, because I, well, I don't want to take anything in my lungs anymore. And uh, although, you know, I, I would think vaping versus smoking. I mean, I, I know all of the, the medical studies on, on those kinds of things. So I started to do ingestibles more. They're yeah. more discreet. They're easier to dose uh, and be super precise with. Um, but, and so that would include tinctures. That would include gel caps, tabs. Which is like that. that I, I got to say, like, that's something we should just do more it's just it's information that i have it's a very different experience using tinctures and edibles and smoking a really the very different experience very that's different. something that's something i really need more um like maybe some of your webinars just things to talk with people about to explain that more to people how it's not mm-hmm. it's not apples for apples not aren't it's a it's, it's a not experience. at all so a you know you have a different experience you should be mm-hmm. aware of what you're looking for again this is part of the education all right i can't mm-hmm. believe we're sort of running up on the edge so um <laughs> okay so uh this is great uh, elise yes. herman from eleventa <laughs> we are going to be back on the other side of this with amy's favorite thing some roundup maybe we can talk about alaska and cannabis in the future for Elementa in a few, right after this message. We'll be right back. All right. So what we want to talk about today are the My Jane products. And Amy and I um, each got a box, which we are going to be talking about in a minute. But I wanted to say the first thing I noted about the My Jane products, which are really special, these CBD products that are curated by women for women and are supporting women businesses is the beautiful smell. Amy, when's the last time you got a box and you open it up? It was so fragrant. Oh, <laughs> I know. It, it was a lovely coconutty, vanilla-y, just a lovely scent. I love it. I have it on my hands right now. I have uh, the cocoa canna hemp oil body butter. So that's one of the products that's in there. Oh, and that's all one of the products in the box. And oh. there are lots of different, so these are all, there are different products that are curated by my Jane. They had, um, right. so you were, you, you had the girlfriend box. So it was kind of curated I, yeah, towards like, um, like if you have like a friend, you want to give something to a friend or like at a wedding gift. Yeah. Something like oh, that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Birthday gift. Just a thank you gift. Anyone that's interested in CBD and you know doesn't know what product to get, this is absolutely perfect. So what I kind of things what? are in there? Like how many things do you think? Maybe six things? No, there's like 11 or oh, 12 wow. okay. items in there. Okay. And there's also this gorgeous piece of jewelry. So I guess each box gets a different piece of jewelry and it's called uh, Purpose. And Purpose, so every time you buy a box and you get the jewelry and the proceeds, go to this organization that helps women, uh, girls uh, that were trafficked. Yeah, I mean, sad. Yeah. It's so sad. And they make the jewelry. And I just feel like this is such a great way of like helping. You know, and, you get to shop and- And, and, it, and, within, and in the package, actually, I think there's a, a little note that says the girl or some a connection to the actual girl who you're- made the, yes. piece of the jewelry so it's, it's it's a nice connection so it's a it's a high-end box the box is very solid my friend oh my who was just on said you could probably use the box of the stash box afterwards if that's your thing i think it's a it's a perfect <laughs> stash stash box it's absolutely perfect and we're talking about this a lot so why don't you yes, go yes. To, in our notes we you can go to the my jane um mm-hmm. link in our notes or um yep. check out their website and if it's something that you're interested in, you can get a full box. You can get it for yourself. You can get it for a friend. You can get a product within it. So let us yep. know what you think because the Canon Mom Show, we like these products and we want to share them with you. We are back. 
Um, we're going to talk about Amy's favorite thing, talk a little bit more All with right. Eliza Sherman about Elementa. It's coming up, summits, anything she wants to talk about that we haven't discussed yet, and then it'll be a show. All right, Amy, what's your thing yeah. today? Oh, my God. Well, it's only fitting that Eliza's book, uh, <laughs> Cannabis and CBD for Health and Wellness, is my favorite thing. I mean, it is a gorgeous book, and I think it's really important that really everyone should have this book. It doesn't matter if you're a smoker for, you know, 30 years or new and you want to learn about cannabis, CBD, how it affects our bodies, our mind, everything. Mm, thank you. It's very yeah, no, it's it's so important. And I'm definitely I, I want to get this for my mom. And how do you get it? Aim? Can you buy it online? How is it? Yeah, oh, you yeah, get okay. it at the yeah. at the at her website, elementa.com, and go to shop. And there it is. It's just beautiful. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get it for myself and for my mom. Yeah, it's a yeah, good it's a I'm it's a good gift right and it now. and it, it's a great you know gift. it's a, it's a good entry it's a, a good entryway it's an entryway drug. Yeah. And <laughs> you, were about, you were talking about the photographs. I just have to mention Erin Scott. She's oh, yes, the photographer, gorgeous. and she yeah. just did a sensational job. Oh. The images were so so beautiful. I know and this is great. Yeah, it was really important to us to have something that just felt familiar and that was attractive so yes. it didn't seem super I mean nothing wrong with stoner dude culture but stoner dude culture yeah, yeah. has has been prevalent so much that it really had turned right. away a lot of women a lot of older women in particular exactly. so we really Absolutely. wanted to be a little bit more universally appealing exactly yeah. this is not yeah, I love yes. it we're crushing the stigma. It is not, if you smoke a joint, you will not become a stoner on the couch eating Cheetos. I promise you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, using, a, yeah. I'm using cannabis. Yeah. 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 I'm, put, I'm using cannabis right now because I have terrible cramps and it really does help. And I'm going to put some CBD cream on it afterwards. And then we're going to see what happens. I'm going to relax. Nice. All right. So, Aliza, I know that you're in uh, Seattle now, but you actually are in Alaska, and we've never had anybody from Alaska. So, what is the status? How's, how's cannabis working up there? We well, talked a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. So, people don't realize that in 1975, Alaska decriminalized cannabis, and you were allowed to carry on your person up to an ounce, and you could grow up to six plants at home. In 1975, really? In 1975, yeah. And then I think in the 90s, there was a little bit of a blip, something passed that sort of took away that all those rights and then something else passed that brought them back. So by 2016, that's when the legal industry began in Alaska. And that's when people began to get their licenses for the cultivation, for retail, for manufacturing. And so by the end of 2016 is when the first shops began opening up. And we call them shops. They're not dispensaries. We don't have medical now in the state. It's really adult use. We don't really call it recreational, even though technically recreational and marijuana are still used in a lot of the legal papers. But in general, we call it cannabis and adult use. Yeah. And now uh, you can have up to, I believe, 12 plants in a household if you have two adults. So two adults can be growing six plants each, and then they have to be you know, some flowering, some not flowering at the same time. Right. But it's supposed to be for your personal use, not for selling. 
And you can still, you can actually fly with it now as long as you're flying between Alaska airports. So as long as you're staying within really? Alaska, um, <laughs> they, don't, they don't take anything away from you. Um, they did initially, oh, and then they ha- all made a decision to be cooperative about it. And as long as you're not leaving the state, but even if you are leaving the state, they don't do anything so, in Alaska. Just don't funny. risk Good. it because you don't want to do it anywhere else. That's, that's right, funny. Right, right. So, well, do they do they recommend carrying it on your handbag or ship it? Yeah, um, you would. Yeah, you would usually bring it on board. Okay. Um, you don't need to show that you have a medical card or anything like that, and you can't bring large amounts because you can only carry up to an ounce on your person. Yeah. And you would not be carrying huge yeah. amounts of it. And then, and but, however, those in the industries it's a little bit hard to transport your product to be tested. So some, oh, yeah. some of the manufacturers will travel with it and then they get permission beforehand or they sort of make aware we're bringing X number of samples to be tested. And then they fly, you know, it's very hard to get around. There's not a lot of road systems True. in Alaska. So somebody in, in Juneau, when they didn't have a testing lab in Juneau, would have to fly into Anchorage. To they do don't that. have traveling testing labs? No? No, or, no. they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems oh, like and also, I believe Alaska was the first state to pass online consumption. I'm not sure if they've really put it into practice yet, but they have legalized on-site consumption. I oh, on-site? Oh, they have. Online consumption is totally <laughs> legal. <laughs> like, that's interesting. What does yeah, that mean? On-site. Um, well, we did that in Vegas. They had on-site consumption. They had um, In Las Vegas, they had that bar. Remember, Aim? Oh, bar. yeah. I love that bar. That was what was that? Was that was that Nuvu? And then there was a tasting room or Nuvu? Oh yeah, the tasting room, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, I went you go up to the bar, you take a bong hood, they clean it for you and everything. It's there's a whole yeah, menu. It's, it's so interesting though, like what's gonna happen with COVID? I know you get a yeah, diet so coke, a bag of chips, and a joint. So but have you yeah. so I, I always say this about Massachusetts. So you know, we had the yeah. the crazy wreck. So you could not have any signage on the doors. You had to go through two levels of security before you could enter the dispensary. Mm. You had to show both of your IDs. It was like a long, complicated routine to like get your cannabis and then it was all cash. Now, because of COVID, you can order it online, drive up, and they throw it in your window. (laughs) So we're just wondering how things changed up in Alaska. (laughs) Well, Alaska has some of the fewest cases of COVID. First of all, it's one of the least, it is the least populated states. And well, well, uh, one of the least populated, I think it's in the top three least populated states in the United States. So, and they have had uh, very few cases. It keeps going up and down a little bit, but even at its peak, it might have 18 cases a day. Mm, Okay. So, they are doing distancing. Uh, I I actually just interviewed a cannabis shop the other day, and they you know they ha- have a, a less people allowed in at a, at a certain time at yep. each time, mm-hmm. and then spacing and lots of cleaning and masks, gloves. No sharing um, joints, people. No more sharing joints. No more sharing. <laughs> and then I know. You know, we were just talking about that. I miss that. I miss you know, sharing people's saliva, you know, and smoke. <laughs> come back, Amy. It'll come back someday. Oh, God. <laughs> sharing those germs, you know. Well, well, I was supposed to go to my brother's on Saturday <laughs> night, and um, it's kind of a joke in my family that I'm doing this. But anyway, so I bought six joints so everyone could have their own because I'm like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Not going to pass go. it around. We didn't go. No, it's very nice. It's thoughtful. And my, and my kids took them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yay! Whatever. Oh, all right. So, Lisa, I'm sorry. We're actually up on our time. I can't believe this. What a fun guest you've been. Um, thank you. All right. So that's our first insight into nice. Alaskan cannabis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So for my guest today, Eliza Sherman, CEO of Elementa, a global wellness community. Any last plugs? Anything else you want to say about your what's coming up? Any more summits? Anything that people will be caring about this summer? We're just going to be doing our women's wellness webinars, which aren't exactly all webinars. There are a lot of online conversations with amazing and fascinating women. Uh, And it's all health and wellness, not just cannabis and CBD. And then the book, of course, Cannabis and CBD for Health and Wellness. I I really love it. I'm so proud of it. And Dr. June Chin is brilliant. So it's definitely worth a read. And other than that, we're just looking to empower women. Empowering women. That's our motto. Love it. All That's right. our job. That's our job. <laughs> All right. So for my Canna sister, Amy Searles, thank you. Yeah. Our Welcome. interns, Jamima and Grace, they're still killing it. I oh, want to yeah. thank Josh Lampkin for writing and performing the Canna Mom theme music, our business team, Kelly Dolan of Retail Results, and Laurie Lennon of Thank You Beta Media, our attorney, Kim Kramer of McLean Middleton, and our partner, Cannabis Creative. But most especially, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Canna Mom Show, where we are talking about, caring for, and giving voice to women in the emerging cannabis industry, one can of story at a time. I'm Amy Starles. Please follow us on social media at The Canna Mom Show and subscribe anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I'm Joyce We're everywhere. Gerber. We're everywhere. And I'm Joyce Gerber. <laughs> this is The Canna Mom Show, and we are a production of... Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.